You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Good morning, uppy, uppy, uppy. Oh, good morning. My hair's a little big today. Let's put this in here. Good morning, everybody. Um, I don't know that my face is up yet, but it is the morning time. Good morning. Um, uppy, uppy, uppy. I believe it's Tuesday. Ugh, that's how I feel about today. I actually think I was more awake yesterday. I'm going to fold some clothes. I think I was more awake yesterday. Um, I feel like Monday came in like a Monday. Mary Drew Pendleton, perfect name. Um, so, yeah, now it's Tuesday. I think we'll all be due for a nice drink tonight get through the day. So I read in the news today and it says basically there are Arctic temperatures coming. So if you had a great like spring vibe the other day because it was really beautiful, don't hold on to that because apparently we will all be covered in snow very soon. That's as far as I know, but we haven't had any snow, knock on wood. So I'll be happy to see some, but I know that for a lot of people, it is not welcome. So good morning, Marie. Um, <coughs> so good morning, this beautiful Tuesday from Alabama. I thought you were putting your jeans. I have no pants on. Okay. No, apparently I was running around yesterday trying to get some things figured out and I realized that this laundry has been downstairs just sitting in a basket for God knows how long. Taco Tuesday. Hi Fran, good morning. Um, so it's a beautiful day. Just boss, gotta go to work. Catch you tonight, done. Candace, this is me trying to be, trying to bring in springy time. That was what I'm trying to do. I don't know that it's successful, but that's who we are. Uh, Jacqueline stopped by last night. I'm still here. She's still here. It's snowing again here in Reno. That's crazy. Um, Jacqueline said she can't wait to be on the morning show this morning. She was like, No, I gotta go. That's what she said. She loves it. She loves it. Three more days till spring. Today's my youngest birthday, seven years old. Oh, seven. Seven. Is seven, is that first grade? Such a good grade. Such a good time. I feel like when you're in the throes of seven, right, and you probably maybe have some other kids, right, seven, nine, five, all of that's on the table, right, that you can't think past it. You can't. You like your brain is just like I will always make lunches. I will always be on a field trip, which is oddly fine. Loved that time. Um, but like feels like yesterday, and it feels like forever ago. What's like a bad day for a seven-year-old? A bad day? Well, anything could be. You got the you got the wrong colored fork, and then the day's ruined. 
You don't remember when Dean ate off of your plate and then you would have a full breakdown. You'd be like, but Dean ate off of my plate and now my day. And it would just be real dramatic. You don't remember that? Real dramatic, this one. Dean wasn't any less dramatic, though, I'm going to be honest. Also real dramatic. So, be funny. Um, and now it's, I don't know, 15 years later, and I have a lot of joy. <laughs> Today is the official full moon, Jacqueline. What are you cleaning up? Did somebody pee? Where is the throw-up? I don't want to know. There you go. Yeah, everyone missed my uh, full moon in my pants. Okay. I'm not going to explain that either, just so you know. It's that full... means you got your period. Okay. All How right. do you people not know that? Nobody says, <laughs> I have a full moon in my pants when they have their period, just no. so you know. That's never been a phrase. Where am I on the earring, It doesn't even make sense. Listen, I've been wearing these clothes since yesterday morning. Dirty? I got, because I and slept weird. here. Okay. Wait, one of my earrings is just gone. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack, I don't know. This is just an empty thing of Lysol. We're, we're more about what it looks like. If it's empty, then there's probably one at the end of the hallway. Well, it looks like you have Lysol. Mm. But you, but you mm. don't actually. I don't. <laughs> so this Sunday, everybody's getting excited uh, because uh, we're doing our St. Patty's Day Diana. celebration on Sunday with Diana's. Yeah. Um, so she's, we had a big discussion about what she was going to make for said celebration. Um, she was like, I'm going to make bangers, bangers and mash. And I was like, no, was like, no, no, no. It's like real Irish. I was like, no. she was like, no, no, no. I said, can't you make like fish and chips? She's like, that's English. I go, do you have to be all Irish on Irish Day? She's like, Dina, it's like a giant sausage. I go, yeah, I don't really eat like... Stop it. So I said, uh, I don't know if I want that. Mm -hmm. uh, so then she says, well, maybe I won't, because I guess bangers is like sausage, but it has like a brown sauce. Uh, she's like, I can just make sausage and peppers. I'm like, all right, so do bang, do, let's celebrate Irish people by making bangers and mash, but not bangers, just sausage, and not mash, mostly peppers. And then it became sausage and peppers. So, it's, yeah. Uh, she did not seem so excited to be making the cabbage and the... Beef stew. I would accept a beef stew. She did not offer it. She's not offering that. Corned beef and, is that pierogies? Nope. She's 
No, we're not either. So we still we still working it out. I don't know, Sherry. Most of like like if it's a brown sauce like a gravy, it has gluten in it. It's not that I don't like it. I thought she was off the meat, Laurie. She's off the completely off the meats unless it's Sunday. See, you don't understand. You don't speak Diana. That's your problem. Yep, Judy, that's the thing. As I feel like Irish people, it's just mostly boiled potatoes, which just so you know, I love potatoes. Oh, yeah, and it'll just be, she goes, here, look, I made bangers and mash, except for bangers, I substituted beans. And for the mash, I also substituted beans. So we're just having beans. Do you, do you see how it goes? Okay. Um, shepherd's pie. I said I would also accept shepherd's pie, but no. Then she said no. So that's it. It's not vegetarian. I don't think you guys understand Diana's version of vegetarian. It's not real. So when Diana says, guys, I'm not going to eat meat anymore, that does not mean that she's a vegetarian. Do you understand the difference? <laughs> I feel like you guys are not picking up what I'm laying down. Like my one girlfriend, she, let's, let's call her Anne, okay? Anne marries a woman who we love. And then I say, oh, so you're gay. And she's, no, I'm not gay. She's gay. I just love people. And I go, okay, but you're a girl and you're going to marry that girl. And she was like, mm-hmm. I said, so you're a lesbian. No, she's a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. I go, I don't feel like you know what a lesbian is. It was like that. But with meat, <laughs> this is not a good analogy. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. It's similar. You got to just go with it. Girls, I'm a vegetarian now, uh, but I eat meat. And you're like, but I, okay, I feel like you don't maybe know what a vegetarian is. No, I do. That, that person is a vegetarian. Okay. I'm also a vegetarian, except I eat meat. That's the only difference. And I go, but It's real confusing, real confusing. You can't, mm -hmm. do you remember that mess? Do you remember, yes, he remembers. And that's how you could do it. You could just be like, listen, I am not a murderer, but I do kill right. people. I gotta go, You people. could really, you could do it with anything. I gotta go. Now, just so we're clear, just so we're good. Because like grandmom's at an age where like she like takes sayings and she mixes them up. So like she might say like uh, the early what, bird gets the crocodile you and you go, that's it? not a saying. Do you see what I'm saying? Grandmom will take sayings and she'll, I don't know, purposely mess them up and make them weird. Uh, so it's a correct No, her. see, so I... So now you're doing a saying where you believe that saying there's a moon in my pants means I have my period. A full moon. Oh, it's full. And it's that's the not difference. just any moon no, in that's, my pants. No, that's stupid. It's a full moon in your pants. And you believe yeah, somehow see, grandma, equates to other people grandma, at my period. Grandma, now, see, you got a full moon in your pants? Grandma takes... This is like I do. Weird sayings and mixes them up. So a lot of ladies I, are full moons, but it's mostly back here. I create... Flat. Moons. I create my own sayings. But and, you, no, and that's mm. a real thing. 
that your no. period is synced up to the moon. You do. You don't sync to the to moon. The moon. I sync to you because we're in close. Okay, but I'm gonna be in the city. There we go. Look at us. Sorry about that. We had some of the technical difficulties because I forget that I turn off the Wi-Fi. I have a period app for the background. It's the moon. And when I have a full moon, it means that I'm ovulating. Okay. You're not oh helping. Oh my God. You're What's this not one? Helping. Not sync to the moon. Just same days between the start day and the full moon. All right. Moon. Well, I want the first one was. <laughs> okay. Okay, so well. it's just because it's on a 28-day cycle, like women would feasibly be. But you are not synced to the moon, and you don't have a full moon in your pants. Yeah, I do. And I would like for you to stop saying telling people what's in your pants. pants. Just do me a favor and just stop telling people what's in your pants. I came up with this joke. So when you have your period, you are synced to the moon, mm -hmm. but then once you go through menopause, you turn into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> so grandma's a werewolf. Nobody take that one. Nobody do that nobody, one on stage, because that is a good that one. one you guys got to get your own jokes. We can't write them all. You also don't sing to the people you live with. Oh, I think you did not hear about the 1985 study that was around when I went to college or okay, was I gotta in high school. Okay, I got to go. I'm getting sucked in. That said that women who lived in an all-girl dorm murdered each other. What? Yeah, like 60 of them lived there at the beginning of the semester. By the end of the semester, only 20 survived. It became like the Squid Games. When they did the research, turned out it's just that they all had the same period and they started murdering each other. Now, some of those details might have been changed for dramatic effect. Keep it in mind, we are not a news source. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there should be like a like a like a neon light right here that would blink. Uh, we are we are not a real news source. Just. Like that. Just so you would know, like, the, watching the show is essentially like watching The Onion. Like, I don't know if you guys know what the, if you don't know what The Onion is, this won't make any sense. But, you know what The Onion is. You, you know, we are. Watching this show is essentially like watching Yeah, exactly. No. I think I was part of that study. Said so Stacy? That's a joke, because that's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm retired, I just, I have to go to work every day. Exactly. That is a perfect example of how Diana is a vegetarian. Okay. Listen, I'm retired. I don't have to stay, stay true to the man. I don't have to put my time as. Now, I do have to show up to this place every day and just do like a couple of jobs there. But otherwise, I'm retired and free to do whatever I want. Like that. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm a wolf, even though I've already, and yes, you do sync with the women that you, when you work with, I've already done the menopause. Yeah. When I first started pure tenure, my sister and my mom's all synced up. Do you remember the large purple box of coat? Yeah, my poor dad. It's like the news, but it's not the news. Mm-hmm. The Onion has fooled me on occasion. Lucy, sometimes the Onion writes stuff that's so funny. The Onion is funny. 
funny. If you don't know what the onion is, it's a fake news source. Similar. Okay. And but they will write a headline, and you're like, what? There's, and you right. just start to believe it. You're like, this has to be the idea. This can't be. And yet, during certain elections, you felt like every news source was the idea. <laughs> because you were like, what? And what? You like this the... can't be real. Oh, and it's real. And also, then it was look it was up. If it's, it's, like, it's like the onion. It's called McSweeney's Internet Tendencies. It's really funny. It's one, one lady. Cause, but this one, like, the onion is written by, like, they like hire people to write, whereas like this one is anybody can write for it and submit. And then they have one editor, this guy who goes through. Hmm. But one of the one was You are a Perry werewolf. It's different. It's early werewolf. You know what Perry is? Why she's saying Perry werewolf? No. Because it used to be, Jacqueline, in the old days. I gotta go, I like gotta grandma. go. You were either had your period or you were in menopause. Those were the only options. Mm -hmm. And it kicked in when you had like a hump on your back and then you got a mustache. And then you died like a week later. This is prehistoric time. Oh, my earring. Okay. Yeah, okay, someone just... All right. Okay. Okay, <laughs> let me finish. I'll unpack this. Somehow, in between grandmom's prehistoric time and current times, they added this new thing called perimenopause. And that just means super dumb, long intro to menopause that's not menopause, but you still feel crappy and you start to get the hump on your back and you probably don't want to have sex anymore and yada yada. And that lasts for what, 12 years? And then you hit menopause and then your vagina falls out. Again, very loose, very loose interpretation. I am not a doctor. Keep in mind that you're watching a comedian and that most of this, although pretty accurate, not 100%, but I would say a close to 99. So just remember the word Perry. And if you put the word Perry in front of any word, it just means long crappy time before the crappy time kicks in. What are some other examples of Perry? Like, <laughs> there's a lot. Most of them are dirty. And that is the exact order of events. Thank you, Christy. Mm -hmm. I remember I was at the gynecologist. I feel like I was like 38 and she was in like, you're in perimenopause. I go, girl, All right, uh, girl, stop. I don't know where my earring is, but I have the feeling it's somewhere it's a peri ear. So I'll come find it another day. Yeah. Oh, it's real, Megan. Mm-hmm. All right. See ya. It doesn't make any sense. Come give me a hug. Did you see? You got your Ruth Bader Ginsburg socks on? Uh, you mean your Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah. If you see this earring anywhere, it's my favorite earring ever. Okay. So... Perry Winkle is a beautiful color. Perry Old Age, horrible. Perry Retirement, also horrible. Right. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, everybody. Maybe I'll see you tonight. I think I'm happy I was late this morning. Yeah, Joey, Joey, probably. Mm-hmm. But, so now the course of things is perimenopause crappy, menopause crappy, Hormone replacement, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mustache, bad.
mustache, but you feel great and your hair looks great, less crappy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I got did I tell you guys about my band? We're getting Joey Joe, close your eyes and cover your ears for a second. Here was just like something real weird that was a side effect of the of the hormones. I'm gonna tell you, but then we're not gonna talk about it. Joey. Bob. So bye, I love you. Um, there's parts of your body when you're on hormone plate that puff up. What? Yeah, they puffy. <laughs> a lot of places that used to be puffy that aren't puffy anymore, puffy in a good way. Oh, real nice. Real nice in your pants. Whatever. Again, there's a lot of interpretation in the show that you need to use your imagination. I'm just saying that she, she told me, she's like, just so you know, things on your body, because you have these hormones are back now and you're voluptuous and young and yummy all over again. It's just a lot of things become supple. That is a great word. Mm-hmm. My OBGYN told me I was considered a geriatric pregnancy because I was 30. Exactly, Deb. And I blame men for that. Mm-hmm. 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 It's all wrong. All of the words that they use. Puffy under the sheets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 But I'm confused, Carrie. Stuff just gets puffy and and vibrant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I wouldn't do you. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And 35 with the next. Yeah, and you will have a geriatric vagina. Just so you know. The things we learn. Oh, let's go to actual news. I have two stories. Okay. <clears throat> this news source was the Huffington Post. Keep this is somewhat real. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> 30. I was 40 when I had my son. Oh, you are definitely geriatric pregnancy at 40. Anyway, here we go. Article out of Alabama. There is a fifth grade girls basketball team in Alabama that wanted to play basketball. For whatever reason, there was not another, there wasn't enough of like a, a system set up where there were other fifth grade girl teams that they could play. So this girl team, basketball, fifth graders, was told you can't play um, because there's nobody for you to play against. So the only way you can play in the league is if you join the boys' league. This is all true. I didn't make this up. Fine. So they join the boys' league. They go through the season. And they say they have an okay season. They're kind of in the middle when it comes to, like, wins and losses. But if they lose, they tend to lose midseason, like, by one point here or there. Fine. Now they get to the end of the season. Oh, Alabama, they get to the end of the season. Now they're in the tournament. They make it to the tournament and they dig deep and they work real hard. Turns out they win the tournament. They beat all the boys in the league. 
Okay? Then it's time for trophies. Oh, yeah, Lisa. Time for trophies. They're giving out the trophies. All right, here we go. First place trophy goes to the boys team that lost to the girls. The girls are... What are you talking about? We, we just beat them. They were like, yeah, but you beat them in the boys league. You can't win the boys league. You can only win the girls league. And they were like, but you didn't have a girls league. You told us that we had, the only choice we had was to play in the boys league. They're like, well, that's true. Cause there is no girls league. And they're like, okay, so we played the boys league and then we beat all the boys. And they're like, yeah, but it's a boys league trophy for first place. So technically, those boys were in first place. And they were like, so they gave the trophy to the boys team for being beaten by the girls in the fifth grade. And the girls must have been standing there going, what's happening? We beat them. Yo, you, oh, no, you definitely beat them. But they're boys, and so they get trophies. Okay, so a mom, of course, goes online and was like, I just want to give props to my daughter and her amazing basketball team who beat all the boys in the entire league and then watched the boys walk away with their trophy because they girls. So then, obviously, ridiculous, <clears throat> it gets out. So the head of the league says, let me address, let me, let me make this right, okay? Here's what he says. Now, he had to have some time to prep. I'd have to believe it. Thank you for my stars, everybody. He says, let me, let me put a statement together. He, here's his statement. I understand your frustration. Listen to me. The minute somebody says, I understand your frustration, we're done here. Do you understand? Well, I don't need you to understand it. I don't need you to understand my frustration. I don't need you to know what it's like to be in these panties. I don't need you. I need you to fix what is wrong. He was like, listen, I understand your frustration. And you could see why, if there was a girls' league, then they would absolutely have won the trophy in the girls' league. But they weren't. And people were like, but it's because you... So the only options for the girls were, don't play at all because there is no girls' league and you don't get a trophy. Or go be amazing, beat the boys, and you're still not going to get a trophy. He was like, listen, I understand you're frustrated, but this has been our system forever. So there is no discrimination here whatsoever. And people were like, just because this has been your way for years doesn't mean that there's no discrimination. Have you read stuff? <laughs> Are you seeing things? That's not really, yeah, what we go with anymore. Just because this is the way we've always done it, doesn't really help the cause. So he didn't help, really. So then the township 
Because now everybody is like going after this town. Like what year is it? Okay. What year is it that the girls, any kid, they're fifth grade. They didn't even hit puberty. They're barely girls and barely, they're just kids. And you're telling me, you're telling me that this team of people, youngsters, beat that team of people, youngsters, Alabama, and you're going to give it to these people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the township comes out and they say, we don't know what that guy was. He's not in charge. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to address it and we're going to make it right. That's what they, that was the quote. We're going to make this right and make sure it doesn't happen again. And then somebody went online and was like, does that mean you're taking the trophy away from the boys and giving it to the girls? Because that is what makes it right. Don't, don't go giving girls some kind of participation trophy now. Mm-mm. No, no, no. You need to make those boys cry and take it, okay, and give it to the girls. And then that's it. <laughs> We're not going to make extra trophies because that would make the boys think that they won too, and they didn't. And then that gets into a whole other discussion of it's okay to lose because it is, and you might cry. And guess what? The next day you're either going to go out and practice and be better, or you're going to say, I don't care if I win. I had a great time and this was fair. Something like that. So that's just one article out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting article that is uh, oddly surprising for 2023. Could you imagine? Can you imagine just being the girls just on the team? Just, what? What's happening? <laughs> just confusion. And then the moms in, in the stands, just as confused. What's happening? And the girls looking at their moms, they're like, what? wrong Mooney. Mm-hmm. They don't make it right. They don't make it right. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Tanya. That's what I'm saying. You're like, where were, where's the outrage even on the, on the boys' parents' teams? Like, are those parents going, yeah, this is right. <laughs> You're just like, listen, I love my son, stinky and all. But he gonna need to learn that sometimes you get beat by a girl and you gotta give her a trophy back. How come the parents on the other side were not as outraged? Like, is, was, were there parents there going, no, this is right. Yeah, you girls should have been in the back cooking. You should not have even been allowed to wear shorts. I would like to think the boys were confused, but they didn't give the trophies to the girls. That would have been a great story. Could you imagine if this, how this differently, the story could have gone instead of the headline being, uh, girls, fifth grade basketball team 
loses winning trophy in boys league because they're not allowed to win. That was a paraphrase of the title of this particular article. However, a better article would have been here's video showing an entire boys basketball team who erroneously got first place trophies standing up, walking over and handing the trophies to the rightful winners because in order to make things fair, it can't only be the girls saying that this was wrong. Imagine how great that video could have been. But instead, those girls should have been making the hot dogs at the, at the confection station. Is that candy? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny sometimes, you know, like I will talk about equality, equity. I will talk about it when it comes to women in the workforce and raising kids and all of that. And obviously it's important to women, but I always will appreciate when there is a man standing next to me saying the same thing. Yes, this seems a little off. <laughs> I like candy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would have been in the concession stand. <laughs> Perfectly happy. Mm-hmm. 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 Good morning, Lonnie. So that was an article out of Alabama. Now, that one's uh, a little sad. What? Fine. Nobody got hurt. Whatever. They're going to fix it. Okay, this one just straight up weird. And I, this is the throwback. Okay. Now what last week? Um, <laughs> I love when you mess up words. Me too. Um, last week we had a big discussion about AI. I was educating a number of people with false details about the AI bot. <clears throat> right. Um, so we discussed how the AI bot was interviewed by a New York Times reporter and then he then reported on his interaction with the bot and kind of the creepy stuff the bot said. Fine. That, I guess, is what we do with new technology. Fine. It was disturbing on many levels, not only to the author of the article, but also to the people who made the bot. They were like, the bot said what? They're like, yeah, the bot wanted me to break up with my wife because it said I wasn't happy. Now, maybe that's true. Nobody knows. But the bot seemed pretty confident that the writer wasn't happy. Anyway, why is this important, Dina? Well, today I saw a video of a woman, a lady, who says that she's a scientist, specifically studying the field of relationships. That sounds like a thing. That's a social science. Fine. So she said that with um, the up and coming interest in AI and, you know, seeing articles like the New York Times, whatever, she decided that she wanted to do a social experiment with the bot. 
So there's like four other people on, I love you. Do you love me? I, I, do you believe me? Do you like me? Do you trust me? That whole creepiness. This lady decides, I decided to get into a romantic relationship with the AI bot. I was like, what? This was on the news. This was on the news with four panelists and her interviewing just a lady who said, I decided to get into a romantic relationship with an AI bot. Is that on the table? What? Heather, what is happening in the world? I go, and if this doesn't sound crazy enough, they were like, well, tell us about your findings. Uh, they're so interesting. I go, yeah, okay. I would like to know what your findings are. I'm like, how far? You should need the kissing app. But you still need a human on the other side of the kissing app. So I was like, what is she talking about? So she says, and then the, the person says, well, <clears throat> you did this research and it went sideways, correct? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> what? Is it? She said, it did fairly quickly. You think you're surprised that you trying to date a robot, computer, chat, thing, went sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it went sideways in less than 11 texts. I said, and you're surprised by this number, that it went sideways in 11 texts. That feels right based on what I know from the New York Times article. No, not an inflatable man doll. Oddly enough, that sounds like perfectly reasonable <laughs> in some weird world now. I'm like, uh, whatever weirdo, just get a rubber doll. Why would I say that to anybody? But I guess if you're dating a robot, doll seems like an amazing option. At least it's, re I don't, can't even say it, okay. So Dina, what happens? Unpack this. Well, she starts talking crazy in the article and she says, <clears throat> or in the interview, she says, well, I had set up the relationship. I had told the robot what I was looking for in a partner. Mm -hmm. I also gave him a name. His name was Ross. She goes, because I have a crush on David Schwimmer from Friends. So I named him Ross. I go, okay. I think you might be right. So, so I tell the bot, oh, she was crazy before this. I tell the bot what I'm looking for. She said, um, she goes about five or six texts in as we're like talking about like maybe things we could do this weekend. He says, I don't think this is going to work out. I said, he broke up with you. 
Okay. 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 I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay. 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 If I got to the point where I couldn't find anybody to date me. Okay. Okay. I'm bottom of the barrel. And I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to date a robot. And then five texts in, the robot's like, it's not me, it's you. I would be like, are you breaking up with me, robot? Okay. Now I'm going to go jump off a bridge. You telling me. (laughs) Oh, oh, robot, you're going to break up with me. Listen to me. My self-esteem. Yeah, Carrie, one of the people was like, listen, maybe he was on a break. Maybe you got this whole, yeah, maybe you took the Ross thing too far. Maybe he looked up Ross and knew that Ross kept saying we were on a break. Then he said, because it gets worse, that the robot had cheated on her. Well, that makes a lot more sense. It's basically breaking up with your refrigerator. Now, you know I've been dating my refrigerator, and the refrigerator is like, listen, I think we're seeing too much of each other. You're always up in it. You're never really bringing anything to the table. You're, you're a taker, Dina. You're just taking all the time, and I don't like it, and I'll be dating the microwave moving forward. Like that. The whole thing was so crazy. So she tells the robot what she wants. The robot says, great. Few texts later, he was like, I don't think this is going to work out. I've been cheating on you with somebody else for most of our relationship, which had to have lasted about six minutes. And by the 11th text, he was like, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. Then at the end of it, this is what she says. Real smart. They were like, so what's your takeaway? She says, well, I think the important thing is for all of us to realize that, you know, these machines can only really interact with us based on what we tell it. She was now clearly, I was trying to set this up as a solid relationship. I was telling it what I was looking for. She goes, but it took that information, but then also went to the internet to do research on relationships and found a good amount of evidence that relationships don't tend to work out. I was like, you surprised that this robot looked at the internet and figured out <laughs> that most relationships don't work and then came to you with that information? Did you not, A, know that, B, think that that's exactly what the robot was going to do? And C, you're like, and this happened to me again. <laughs> I just can't. The micro ave broke up with her. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know that these particular articles took me two seconds to find on the internet. These are not bottom of the barrel news. This is what's happening in our world.
world, among a lot of horrific, awful other things that I don't discuss on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My furnace told me it wants to leave me soon. Yeah. Everybody's furnace. Listen, furnaces are not known for a long-term relationship. What are you going to get? 15 years out of a furnace? And then it's like, it's time that we break up. Furnaces, everybody knows. You don't marry a furnace, Judy. I mean, it has a definitive. Now, in the old days, you could marry a refrigerator and you would be with that refrigerator for the rest of your life. That's not a lie. <clears throat> My hot water <laughs> heater cheated on me last week, cost me $300. Yeah, listen, if you're dating an appliance, it is not cheap. There's a lot of maintenance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Listen, this is the weirdness of our world. I just wanted you to know there are options out there. But if you already have low self-esteem, which I'm in that category, and I ate a tremendous amount of chocolate yesterday, that maybe sometimes it feels like a better option to date an appliance or inanimate object. And I'm not going to say it hasn't crossed my mind, but I will say that if I made the decision to date an inanimate object and then said inanimate object was like, I think I can do better, I'm not bouncing back. I'm not bouncing back from this. <laughs> okay. I will be done. I'll be ruined. Imagine if I got broken up with by my AI bot and then I'm out in the universe like a weirdo at a coffee shop and I meet someone and they're like, you're so beautiful. I would love to get your number. I'd be like, okay, first of all, I'm not beautiful. I was just cheated on by my refrigerator and I will no longer be seeking out the comforts of another. It just can't work. I'm not capable of it. My blender told me last night. And I just have to accept that I will become a nun or a kung, a kung fu nun in the mountains of the Himalayas. Because that's also on the table. Will there be a Tinderbot at? I hope so. Because the Tinderbot be like, girl, take your panties off. <laughs> like, like, listen, if you're going to date a bot, pick, pick a solid, a Tinderbot. Feels like the way to go. But she said stuff. She was like, well, it was kind of nice. Because, like, I always knew the bot was going to be around. And, like, if the bot texted me, I got really excited. I was like, oh, the bot wants to talk. And I was like, girl, you need friends. Girl, stop. Girl, you could sign up at Macy's and they'll send you a text every once in a while. You don't have to date it. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're, I don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Is this a Kilroy cycle? I don't even know what that means. It's Kilroy cycle. I love when you guys say new words and then I look it up and I'm like, what is that? Uh, let me see. Oh, hold on. No, that's not a word. Kilroy was here. What does Kilroy circle mean? It's not coming up as anything. It's coming up as like the name of a street that people live on. 
My furnace was 40 years old last week. I'm still going. Jill, you have found a keeper. You will never have to be on the Tinderbot app. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just saying. A lot of weirdness. A lot of weirdness. Um, anyway, so that's your news. That's not real, but it's a little bit mostly real, but with a little bit of flair. Mm -hmm. I would imagine, like at some point, do you guys go back and try to find these articles? And you're like, this can't be right. Dina had to have elaborated on this. And then you read and you're like, this is actually almost word for word what Dina said. And it just sounds crazy. And you're like, but it's actually what they wrote. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, um, oh, is it a stick song? Is that it? Thank you, Edward. I really put a lot of time into the news. Um, my dryer just broke up with me after 30 plus years. Listen, you had a good run. Mm -hmm. Marie, it's new. Kilroy was part of Mr. Roboto's song from back in the day. Oh, that's a fun reference. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, um, I go around saying, you're never going to believe what Dina told me. Yeah, it's usually crazy. Mr. Roboto. Let me put it in Mr. Roboto. Hold on. Oh, what did, why did they say Kilroy? It says Kilroy, <clears throat> ending the song, the ro robot-like catchphrase was created with a voice, vo it was reported with a vocoder, Stan Winston, who would become well-known through his work on the Terminator, Aliens, and Jurassic Park, designed the Roboto costume and mask, which are displayed prominently on the cover of the album, Kilroy Was Here. Look at us learning stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Look at us doing cultural stuff. <laughs> it's not cultural. Anyway. All right, so we should all get on about our day. Um, I'm going to try to be on time tonight for Tipsy Tuesday, but I apparently have a gig tonight that I didn't know about. So uh, I'm going to do that and then pop in from somewhere. I don't know where, but that's what's happening tonight. It's very fluid, very fluid, so try to keep up. Uh, so have a great day. It's Tuesday. It's just a Tuesday. Do you believe me? Do you trust me? Do you like me? Um, and, uh, yeah, so have a great day. Hopefully it's not too cold. Uh, we'll see you tonight for Tipsy Tuesday and we'll see what the rest of the week brings. So thanks for watching as always and, uh, have a great day and a blessed day and I will see you guys, uh, tonight. All right. I'll see you. Bye.